Hey everyone, hey, I want to welcome you to Hope for Our Times and listen, today we're going to be looking at this subject of delusion. And let me tell you, we live in a world where there seems to be great delusion. I'm going to show you that in just a second. And if you're familiar with California, you're going to really understand just what state of delusion people can be in and the ridiculousness of all that's coming our way. Uh, but before we get going, I want to remind you on November 8 at the 412 Church in San Jacinto, California, Southern California, there's going to be a prophecy conference. James Cadiz will be speaking, Don Stewart, David Tal is going to be flying in from Israel. Uh, Dr. Andy Woods will be visiting us virtually. And of course, I'll be speaking. And listen, it's all day, Sunday, November 8th. And we're going to have this barbecue food truck also. It's going to be a great time. We want to make sure that you are well informed, up to date, and we're also going to make sure that you are well fed physically too. So again, that food truck's going to be there. And mark your calendars. This is the Sunday after the election. So let me tell you, there's going to be an awful lot uh, to talk about. Uh, but let's get going with the delusion. And uh, consider this. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Paul the Apostle writes, the coming of the lawless one, that would be Antichrist. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and line wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. Just consider that, this unrighteous deception among those who have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. God says, listen, this is the way it's going to be. In other words, those that refuse the truth of Christ are going to fall for the great deception and deceptions of the last days. And then the Bible goes on and says this, and for this reason, in other words, because they would not receive Christ, they didn't want to know the truth, they refused to receive the truth, they just suppressed the truth in their lives. And for this reason, God says, he will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie. Wow. And then it concludes with this, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. This is unbelievable, but it appears to me that we are being set up for that great delusion and that people are already living in that place of great delusion. Consider those words. God says, I will send them strong delusion that they will believe the lie. Consider this. If you're familiar with California, I'm in California. I have a lot of friends that are doing ministry in California. Listen, we need your prayers, but I praise God that there's some strong leaders out here that are pushing forward with the truth, and it's confronting the powers that be in this state. But you got to hear this. If you talk about deception and delusion, consider this. The governor of California thought this was a great idea to give new rules on lockdowns in time for Thanksgiving. Here it is. California just declared war on Thanksgiving with Kafka-level uh, regulations. You've got to hear these. Just in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas festivities, when most families gather with loved ones, California's Democratic governor has issued a new set of regulations that bans gatherings of more than three households. Additionally, no indoor gatherings are permitted, so don't plan on eating around the dining room table unless you take your dining room table out into the backyard. 
Newsom's ban on gatherings of more than three households means that a family with more than two grown children can only have two visit at the same time. Unbelievable. According to uh, the Pew Research Center, almost two-thirds of mothers in their young 40s in 1976 had three or more children. If those mothers are grandmothers now and their children are grown, that means up to two-thirds of families would be banned from bringing all their children under one roof for the holidays. This is ridiculous. But listen, that is only the beginning. Wait till you hear what else is coming the way to those who live in California. Not only only is California limiting the number of households that can come for Thanksgiving. The state also requires hosts, get this, are you sitting down? I hope you're sitting down. I hope you're not driving when you hear this. Uh, uh, not only is California limiting the number of households that can come for Thanksgiving, the state, ready, here it is, also requires hosts to write down the names of all attendees for contact tracing. This is unbelievable. In addition, and, they, and there's even more, in addition to limiting how much of your family can gather, California's mandating that all gatherings happen outside. That means families can't congregate in the kitchen to cook together, serve food in the kitchen, or sit around the dining room table. Family members can leave your backyard, get this, and enter your house to use the restroom, but only if the restroom is frequently sanitized. Listen, I'm not making these things up. The things that are coming our way, we don't have to make them up. They are so insane. But, ready? Even outside, the regulations also mandate at least six feet of distance between members of different households at all times, including when family members are sitting. So good luck passing that Thanksgiving turkey down the middle of the table, much less having a conversation with people seated around you. But it gets even more interesting. You're thinking, there can't be more. There's more. Speaking of Thanksgiving turkey, Newsom's regulations require that as much as possible, this is a quote, any food or beverages at outdoor gatherings must be in single-serve disposable containers. You've got to be kidding me. No, I wish I was. And no serving your own plate. If food can't be served in single portions, then someone, get this, wearing a face covering must be there to dole out servings. You want to know it's even more insane than this? There's actually people that are going to listen to this and do this. This is just unbelievable. Attendees should also put their face mask back on or as soon as they finish eating and make sure to keep your gathering short. Even if it's been months since you've seen your extended family, gatherings should be two hours or less. Newsom's rules stipulate. Finally, you ready for this? Don't count on singing Christmas carols at any holiday parties this year. Singing is strongly discouraged. If you do sing, you must wear a mask the entire time. Further, you're strongly encouraged to sing quietly, to sing quietly and standing far apart from everyone else. You would think this can't be real. This can't really be happening. We must be in some type of delusion. And why are so many people 
so deceived? And why are people driving down the street all by themselves with a mask on? I, I, I don't get it. But there's this coming out of Israel. And this is stating, look, the lockdowns have caused a lot more problems than they have in resolving anything. Uh, lockdowns cause poverty, unemployment, extreme social disparities. The campaign of intimidation that accomplishes lockdowns causes people to avoid important medical treatments. Forced quarantine of people in their home results in lack of exercise, stress, loneliness, and lack of sun exposure, an ideal recipe for weakening the immune system. By their nature, infectious events at home can be accompanied by transmitting a particularly large viral load, thus raising the chance of a much more serious illness. So what in the world is really going on? We have the studies, we keep hearing about them, that are saying, look, this whole thing is, is been blown way out of proportion. In fact, this study says you have a 99.9% .9 chance of surviving this, even if you catch it. So what in the world is really going on when the lockdowns are causing more problems than anything else? Listen, this is what effectively has been done. Fear has been created, and there's this delusion, and people are living in it, and they're walking in it, and they're deceived. And people are in fear, and they're wondering what in the world they should do. And Second Timothy wrote, in the last days, perilous times will come. And people are in this place, they're freaking out, and they're willing to take anything as a solution to just make it all go away. I'm concerned they're going to vote for the wrong person, just thinking it'll just go away if Biden becomes president. Listen, we've got a lot more problems if Biden becomes president, by the way. And let me, let me illustrate this with this. I, had the, I was blessed to uh, be at a conference with William Federer, who was speaking uh, just this past weekend, and he brought up an illustration, and I'm just going to use it. I'll probably mess it up a little bit, but let me use it for you. This is how this works. It's always worked this way in a socialistic society, and a Marxist society, and this is how they bring about what they want. First of all, they create confusion, they create a massive problem, and then they sell you the solution. He gave an illustration. He said, listen, you go up to a house, you sneak around the back, you light a fire in the backyard, and then you scream fire. You go around to the front of the house, you knock on the front door, and you are a, you're a fire extinguisher salesperson. The person answers the door, I've got a fire in the backyard, and you have the fire extinguisher. They're thinking, wow, this must be of the Lord. How could you have possibly known that I'd have a fire in my backyard right now? And at that point, the people are willing to pay anything for that fire extinguisher. They are happy you're the person who solved their life crisis at that moment, and now they can put out the fire. That is how all of this is working. We are in this place of total deception. We've been sold a whole bunch of lies, and believing it, now we need an answer, and guess what? The solution is going to come, and it's not going to be good for us. The Bible tells us we're going to the place of this new world order, this one world government. Antichrist is going to be leading at it. Let me tell you, this whole thing is global. It is insane, and people are believing it. Don't you be deceived. Listen, we have the Word of God. We've got lies coming from all over the place, but God always tells the truth. Stay the 
the course. Stay the course. Stay the course. God tells us exactly how everything is going to work out. We know in the finish line, we can see the finish line down there. If you open up your Bible, you can see it. Jesus is coming again, and he's coming soon. And what I just mentioned today, this is only one of the many, 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 many signs of the second coming of Christ. This is just one. So look up. Your redemption draws near. Trust in Christ. Look to him. Don't lose heart. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Jesus is coming. Till next time, God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you.